Welcome to Contributor Wednesday on Bridge the Gap Network. In this series, you'll hear from thought leaders on a variety of topics dedicated to inform, educate, and influence the senior living industry. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Contributor Wednesday. I am Gerald Cozy, a.k.a. Jay Cozy, your senior healthcare empowerment speaker. Thank you for joining us today. If this is your first time listening, Josh Lucas and the Bridge the Gap podcast team have put together a terrific lineup of contributors, creating content every Wednesday, specifically developed to serve the senior living space and speaking a language you understand. Every third Wednesday, I am charged to honor and inspire. I do my best from an operational leader's perspective. I ask you to share, like, and invite other senior living professionals to join the Bridge the Gap Nation. For sports fans, there has been some significant events this summer. I think the eagerness to enjoy sports has compounded through this pandemic. This summer, I attended uh, my first Indy 500, had a really good time. Uh, This summer, we had the NHL Stanley Cup, NBA championships, and the Summer Olympics held in Japan. As a kid, I loved playing sports. What's crazy is involvement in sports had nothing to do with traveling teams or AAU or even school sports or the dream of becoming a superstar. But it had everything to do with playing in the neighborhood with your friends, having fun and enjoying life. I grew up on the south side of Chicago during the 70s, and I tell you, kids enjoy playing outside. In our neighborhood, basketball was the number one pastime, and riding your bikes was easily number two. It was not uncommon to play basketball all day long, traveling from one backyard to another. Side note. We had a a basketball hoop in in, in my backyard, and my mother had a rule, no basketball in her backyard on Sundays. Now, it had nothing to do with her faith, although my parents did insist we attend church until we were 18 years old, then we had a choice. Her decision, as she stated, one day out of the week, I am not going to hear that ball bouncing. And let me tell you, she never wavered. Let me tell you, there were days when it would rain one day after another. Sunday could be picture perfect. I asked my mom, can we play outside? Can we hoop? And her answer, not on Sunday. My mom in heaven now, I hope she's listening to this podcast and just beaming with a huge smile on her face. Thank you, Mama. As kids, we also love playing football in the street. The end zones being marked by street light poles. Two-hand touch replaced tackling on concrete. The sideline was marked by our neighbor's front yards, and tackling was allowed when your momentum projected you to the cushion of the grass. 
Sometimes the neighbors would drive by and ask, why don't you all go play in the park? And we always replied, because someone will steal our ball in the park. Now, we can't talk about childhoods without talking about being put on punishment. The absolute worst punishment in the world was not being able to go outside the house, which meant you couldn't see your buddies and you couldn't play. That punishment compounded when you heard the bouncing of the ball or the laughter of your friends outside having a great time. That would hurt me to the core. I can imagine those days, you all, like it was yesterday. Shout out to those childhood friends. We were so lucky growing up in Chicago. Shout out to all of our parents for giving us a childhood wrapped securely in a community. We had a ball, and it truly took a village to raise us. Speaking of sports, my family enjoyed watching the game of basketball played on television. Now, keep in mind, there was no cable providers during those days, which limited our viewing options. For my generation, we all wanted to be Dr. J. It was a huge event when his game was televised. Imagine not being able to see your favorite athlete or your favorite team on a regular basis. Believe it or not, we had seven or eight channels. As a youngster, I admired athletes based solely on their physical performance and their athletic abilities. Walter Sweetness Payton, breaking tackles, Reggie Jackson, hitting home runs. We can go on and on. But as I got older, I became more wiser. And I began to understand other aspects of the game, areas one could not see with the eye. I'm referring to the mental element, the mindset, the strategy. With time, I gained an appreciation for the preparations athletes make to compete at the highest level. Bridge the Gap Nation, who was your favorite athlete as a youngster? Why did you admire this particular athlete? Now, as an adult, think about the exact same athlete. Taking the physical out, what do you now admire about the mental aspect of their game? I have a couple of friends that are former athletes. I'm amazed by their drive post-retirement from the game. They clearly understand what it takes to reach the highest level. They know the importance of goal setting, of taking action to achieve those goals. They understand preparation, execution, and mental toughness. As operational, clinical, and senior living professionals, we too play out our careers on a very demanding playing field. Think about it. Regulatory oversight, quality outcomes. There's nothing more special than serving others as part of your career choice. See, we care about people and we depend on people to provide care for people. Our career 
choice requires a great deal of emotional effort and mental toughness. Through this pandemic, our career choice has transitioned over to becoming a career duty. Olympic champion Usain Bolt states, dreams are free, but goals have a cost. While you can dream for free, goals don't come without a price. Time, effort, and sweat. How will you pay for your goals? End quote. As a senior living professional, goal setting has played a role in your life, whether you know it or not. You set a goal to get your nursing license. You set a goal to get your HFA license. You may have set the goal to attend and graduate from college. You have eyed and set goals for professional opportunities throughout your entire career. What did you pay for them with your time, with your effort, with your sweat, all needed to achieve big, huge goals? As we transition back to the business of senior health care, do you have a personal goal in regards to your development? I have the privilege of coaching emerging leaders at American Senior Communities, my employer. There's nothing like working with a hungry leader. When it comes to developmental goals, we have two separate buckets, if you will. One bucket consists of public goals. See, that's a developmental goal you may share with your boss. You may even share it with your direct reports. I personally enjoy being transparent and building buy-in to self-development through sharing my developmental goals. But those are in the public bucket. The other bucket is personal. Personal goals are deep. They dig a lot deeper. They're private. And oftentimes they come with a level of insecurity. In the spirit of sports and the mindset of champions, will you the senior living professional, identify two developmental goals for yourself and for the next six months. Moreover, will you then determine the cost? What will it take to achieve the goal you have set for yourself? World-class athletes, champions, they understand the power of preparation. While watching the NBA playoffs post-game interview with Derrick Rose at the time he was playing for the New York Knicks, he had a breakout game. He's dealt with a few injuries in his career, major injuries, and he brought up the five Ps. He said, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Wow, that really hit home with me. See, he prepared for the opportunity. So Derrick Rose wasn't surprised by the outcome. For those operational leaders listening today, we're at that time of the year when we began uh, preparing for the 2022 budget uh, process. And I encourage you, as these world-class athletes prepare to take the big stage, remember, preparation 
builds confidence as you prepare to have an outstanding 2022. Bill Russell, NBA champion for the Boston Celtics, has a quote on mental toughness. He says, concentration and mental toughness are the margins of victory. Let me repeat that. Concentration and mental toughness are the margins of victory. That's Bill Russell. Senior living professionals, you have chosen a career that requires a great deal of concentration and mental toughness. When I'm out speaking to senior living organizations and trade associations, I often make reference to the pucker factor. The pucker factor is a a feeling of tightness that you experience when things kind of hit the fan, when there are when there is a tough time. Maybe it's an elopement in the middle of the night. Maybe it's a call from your director of nursing sharing that uh, you have COVID positive uh, for the first time. See, the thought process is as senior living professionals Uh, Pucker factor moments, they have a way of seasoning us. They help us with our development. You can't buy the experience. You can't read about the experience. You could only live through the experience. The big idea here is the senior living industry benefits from the leadership seasoning that comes from pucker factor moments. We just can't afford to lose the leader, you, to the pucker factor. As we continue navigating uh, this pandemic and as we hopefully begin exiting out of it, I want to encourage you and compliment you on your ability to concentrate and demonstrate mental toughness on a daily basis. Statistics say that 10,000 people turn 65 years of age daily. That alone means the industry, the need, if you will, to provide senior living will exist for years to come. And for that reason, it's imperative, it's imperative, Bridge the Gap Nation, that we are setting goals for our development as leaders. It's imperative that we put the proper effort in preparing so that we can feel whole and confident as leaders. And it's imperative that we concentrate and demonstrate mental toughness on a daily basis. You have chosen an honorable career. There's nothing more honorable than placing the needs of someone else before your very own. As I say every week, thank you for listening to this episode. It's an honor and a privilege to have your ear, and I do not take your time for granted. Thanks for listening to this week's Bridge the Gap Contributor Wednesday. Please connect with me at btgvoice.com. Thanks for listening to Contributor Wednesday series on Bridge the Gap Network. For more information about the contributors and for a full library of episodes, visit btgvoice.com.